What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 143rd episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Pumpkin, with me as always is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, Wink? Uh, ah, not a lot. Ready to talk some swaga. What's going on with you? Oh, you know, uh, having to do this episode on a Thursday night as opposed to Friday because I yep. won tickets to the opener for the Diamondbacks tomorrow. So heck yeah, that's pretty exciting. Go see the uh, the world champion Boston Red Sox play against my Arizona Very Diamondbacks. Nice. So that'll be fun. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'll be really fun. Um, and of course, by us doing it on a Thursday, you know that the podcast is not shutting down because uh, people were wondering after us having a slight disagreement last week on a technicality on, um, you know, a definition, but um, <laughs> words we're still going strong. <laughs> yes, this podcast is fine. Our friendship is fine. We are not going to shut down operations like the AAF. So unfortunately for the AAF, very sad. Which very saddens, it saddens me so much that uh, yes. they are closing because and I don't know if I'm going to get my season ticket money back from from the hot shots. So that kind of sucks. Oh crap, but, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I, I haven't heard anything about getting my money back yet, but uh, I have a feeling I should just say goodbye to it forever. So yeah, I'm feeling that, like that that's sucks. probably what's going to happen. But I am upset. I thought they were going to last a while, but there they go. And it's funny, this too much football talk probably here for people, but uh, FanDuel announced that they are calling the Orlando Apollos the champion of the AAF since there will not be a official champion, which I find hilarious because huh. they were 7-1 and one, and the Hot Shots, my team, were 5-3. and three, Guess who Orlando's only loss was to? <laughs> hot shots. The hot shots. I mean, come on. Anyways. Nice. That's funny. So people are asking oh, well. about the poll. People are wondering why there's no poll. Why don't you explain that? Well, as everyone knows, um, everyone loves a good poll. But <laughs> we're not really doing a poll this week. It's going to be a survey. So we did this... I. It's probably been over a year since we did the last one, but it's so unbelievably helpful for us because we do have a feedback section in our Discord. We do have, you know, like iTunes reviews and comments on YouTube and Twitch. 
And all of those are great. We would love it if you would give us reviews on iTunes. But this survey is fairly in-depth. It asks a, you know, decent number of questions about, you know, what segments you like, what you don't like. Gives you a spot to give feedback to the show. We would love it if you would go and fill this out. It'll be a link to it. It'll be in the show notes. We'll also post on Discord. But this is really helpful for us kind of adjusting the show to cater to what you guys want to hear and what you think makes this show good. Uh, You know, we obviously do this for you guys and we want it to be catered to you and we want you guys to enjoy it and us to talk about what you want us to talk about. So we would really appreciate it if you would go do that survey, give us some feedback, uh, you know, good criticism, bad criticism, we can take it all, whatever, whatever you guys have got, because... You know, I I remember last time there were a few pieces of feedback that I had never even considered that, you know, like irritated people or something, and that we don't register unless we get told about it. So this is your opportunity to uh, have your influence on the show. Uh, One big example I can think of is it was from an iTunes review, actually, but talking about moving trivia to a community style by using websites like Kahoot and quizzes. That is an excellent example, yes. We started moving it so the quiz could be taken by you guys when you want to do it because of feedback that was given to us. So all these things you guys give us, we take it into account and think about it and what we can do to make the show better for you guys. And that is what we're going to do with the survey that we're putting out uh, probably tomorrow. So look for that, and we'd love to hear from you. So, And a big shout-out to Frost Virus, who is helping us get that together and who helps us with the poll every week. So big, huge thank you to, uh, frost virus. Exactly. All right, let's do this. Hey guys, what did you do in Sloga this week? Oh man, what a week in Sloga. So uh, this is our first full week with, Darth Revan. So it's been kind of interesting. Ah, been kind of interesting to see how the meta has shifted and changed, and what teams have come up, what characters we have found out that are really good with him and counter him, and all that sort of good stuff. Um, I damn near made it to where I only had to do one battle to uh, get a top two finish in arena, but. Dark Diggler, what one of my shard mates, he booted me from sixth to tenth the hour before my payout. Um, <laughs> so I had to do two battles, unfortunately. That was the best I have held in a while, and I recently changed my team up some. So um just a couple points on modding my Darth Revan team. I have Darth Revan as as fast as possible. I think he's 325. He is ridiculously fast. I do have pretty good mods. Um, two other things I did this week. I zaded his leader ability and zaded Basilishan Fallen. I don't necessarily think that either of those are really all that necessary, to be perfectly honest. They're, I don't want to say they're a waste, but eh, you, you could do without them. Would you rather put it on them or Rose? Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, as adorable as Rose is, uh, I'd, I'd rather have the doctor's lead. But um, 
I went ahead and zated them just because I do have them max completely with gear 12 plus and everything. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be using the team for a while. It's probably a meta. So, you know, meta for a while going forward, might as well just say to them. So I did. Um, and I, I have been really impressed with the team. It is ridiculously good. Like I said, I've Darth Revan, the fastest Basilis Sean. I did some experimenting with this week, you know, with maximizing her health and doing a few different things because she gets that bonus health, which is really useful. But I still have a lot of health on her, but I have made it to where she is much faster because getting that corrupted battle meditation out there is crucial to keeping the other team from inflicting debuffs on you because nothing can stop her unique from inflicting debuffs, obviously. Uh, just prevents it from ability, so the enemy won't be able to inflict fear or whatever else, um, you know, if that character has corrupted battle meditation. So that, I think, is really important. Um, so Sean is my second fastest. HK47, if you want to go maximum damage, you go offense set for two reasons. Because he gets bonus damage on his basic, which he uses a lot, and his AoE does not crit. So for those two reasons, you're better off going with offense set with a crit damage triangle if you're maximizing damage. However, one thing I've figured out this week, especially when facing Jedi Knight Revan teams... You kind of need to get rid of that tenacity up pretty early. So I actually ended up going with a speed set on HK. I do still have an offense plus on him and I and a crit damage triangle on him to help with damage. But he does have a speed set and a health set. Um, the health set I'm not too too strict on. I mean, I, I prefer it. It's probably the next best mod set after you know the uh, four mod set. But I think that has been really beneficial uh, just for getting more damage out early, especially after you inflict all those debuffs. Um, I don't know how well it would work if my Darth Revan was substantially slower. So that is the one thing I am a little bit questionable about. But HK does so much damage that you don't really need to go with an offense set. You can probably go with speed and he's still going to do a ridiculous amount of damage just because his damage is absolutely awesome. Um, so I don't necessarily think that you need to go offense with him. And um, I, I have found that a little surprising. Uh, I was not expecting me to have those results with him. Uh, but then I'm also running uh, Darth Nihilus and Sith Trooper. Darth Nihilus, I have him modded like I've discussed before. Um, I have a lot of health on him, but more importantly, I have a lot of tenacity on him. He's around 120% tenacity. I think that is crucial on Darth Nihilus. Um, it, it makes him so much better, and uh, basically any comp that you run him under, I think you should be using tenacity and health on him. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I've done with my arena team this week. Uh, are you, you uh, uh, well, I assume you're using Darth Revan, but, um, how, how's that team coming along for you? This week has been completely and utterly different than last week with him. Like, uh, I've moved back up into the top of my shard and stayed in the top 20 pretty much all week. Um, using the team that we were talking about last week with JTR, Bastila, HK, BB-8, and... R2-D2. Um, yeah, that one's working really well now that I actually know how to get it going. Once once, once uh, R2-D2 
gets his uh, smoke screen out there, and you get insanity from Darth Revan, and tenacity up kind of falls off from the rest of their team while you're all under stealth. It just kind of falls apart for them at that point, and it's just it's about five moves, and then the game's over, and then the battles are super quick, and I freaking love it. So I am yes. In love with Darth Revan now. It took me a week to come around now that I know what I'm doing. So uh, pretty stoked about that. Um, yeah, I'll just go over. Mine's all, all my stuff I did this week has to do with the arena team. And so I, I, I zated that unique on HK, the bonus damage for fear and death marked characters. That is a great Zeta. So... I got that one because I know you, you were talking about thinking it was better than the other one that I got. So I just made sure to get that one on there. Uh, yep. And I gear 12 Bastila today. So now that whole team is besides BB-8. BB-8 still gear 11, but uh, that whole team's gear 12 for the main ones on it. So, yeah. Now I'm working on gear 12 pieces for, or gear 12 plus pieces for Bastila to get that extra 12 speed on her because um. There's a few times where their Yoda is fast enough that he'll go before my Bastila, and I don't want that to happen. So if I can get her just a little bit faster without changing around the mods I have on her, because she's really survivable the way I have her right now, then I'll be good enough, good to go. So I'm loving the team now. It's it's yeah, super fun. That's fun. Do you want to marry? Do you want to marry him? Good night, fuck. Yes. Uh, but he won't return my phone calls. So, you know, <laughs> you know how doctors are always so busy. That's that is definitely true. <laughs> yeah. Busy inflicting debuffs and such. Um, so outside of my arena team, some other things I've been doing this week is I am farming Django, Range Trooper, and Embo. I'm trying to get those finished. Uh, Range Trooper, I've got 40 shards left. I am doing a node refresh. Uh, same with Embo. I'm doing a node refresh. I think he's about 80 shards away. I want Embo for my bounty hunter team because he's great against Night Sisters, uh, dispelling on the basic. It's awesome. And then I'm farming Sith Trooper, or sorry, Sith Fighter, uh, because I am 20 shards away from Ness, so I know I can finish her the next, uh, next, uh, bounty, whatever event that comes up. So I'm farming the Sith Fighter, um, and then, let's see, Sith Marauder I'm also farming. I'm ready to get him done. That way I can move on. I want to get Cantina finished. I've been contemplating, you know, node refreshes there. But uh, the other thing is gearing L3. Um, so, obviously, I have a Zeta on Stormtrooper Han. And so I've been setting um, a Cura team that uses my Zeta Goggles Chewy and my Zeta Stormtrooper Han but I want to put L3 on that team along with Nest and just try to make a really, really irritating scoundrel team. That's kind of my goal there. So I'm working on gearing L3, who's not too bad to gear so far. I've been pretty impressed with how easy she is to gear. I'll be curious if we'll be talking about her later. But, um, yeah. She's definitely... Uh, I've geared her to gear 12 twice. Once on my alt and once on my main. And I don't remember it being taking that long to get her up. So I think she's probably on the easier side to get to gear 12, at least not on the, the really bad side of things. So she's definitely a good one to do. I love, she can pretty much slot into most places as a tank and it works out pretty well. So 
Nice. She's pretty awesome. Not to mention her ship, hers and uh, uh, Young yeah, Lando's the, ship is amazing yep. as a uh, reinforcement. Reinforcement. So, so like good. literally, the only reason I have both of them at Gear Twelve right now because I love that ship. So that's understandable. Yep. 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 Indeed. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and jump to this next topic. I was a Swigga character. How would you mod me? Alrighty. So, I figured it was only fitting because Chewbacca's back this week. So, I want to talk about modding Boba Fett and Bounty Hunters. So, you know, there are a lot of different team comps. I did a live stream. Uh, I unlocked Chewbacca at seven stars on your account and my account, basically using the exact same strategy there is a video on our YouTube channel, of course, uh, youtube.com slash pod, and you can see that video. But I'm going to talk about just gearing them and just kind of the use for them in general, because this is actually a pretty good team. If you don't have Bosk, Boba is a fantastic leader for the bounty hunters. So... In the event specifically, because I've seen a lot of people who are still struggling to try to get through that, uh, you want to mod all your bounty hunters because of Boba's lead. You want to mod them with max potency. And let's see, I am going to find his leader ability and I am going to read it to you. All allies gain 50% critical damage and 10% critical chance. Bounty hunter allies gain 15 speed for each debuffed enemy gain max health equal to 50% of the total potency of all bounty hunter allies and gain 15% turn meter when a thermal detonator explodes. When Boba Fett is in the leader slot, the uh, not the ally slot, the following contract is active. Don't really care about the contract for the purpose of this conversation. So because of that uh, max health equal 50% total potency, I mean, if you stack everybody up, you know, put a hundred percent potency on ev- everybody besides Boba. That would be four hundred percent potency. That's a two hundred percent increase in health, which is absolutely crazy. Um, especially for a character like Boba, who has a revive. You can, I mean, you can absolutely stack him up with health. I kind of think this is probably a pretty good arena team too. I don't use it because I have Bosk's lead, which I do think is probably better for the bounty hunters, but. If you have enough bounty hunters geared and you need another bounty hunter lead, do not sleep on Boba's leader ability because did it is still one of one of the best for damage output. You said arena. Did you mean like territory wars slash grand arena? Yeah, yeah, like PvP. I should have said. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Just making sure. More, yeah, more more specific. So, you know, if you load all those guys up with bounty all the bounty hairs up with potency. It obviously makes them far more survivable. Uh, you would want to go with health primaries instead of protection primaries on all of them. Uh, like a potency plus with a health circle would be the ideal way to mod everyone besides Boba. With Boba, you're still going to want the health circle. Probably go with a health set. That way you have a larger pool that you're multiplying with that leader ability. And then... An offense set is going to be the best way to go for total damage output, which we've talked about in the past, but it seems counterintuitive, obviously, 
but um, it is more effective because of that 50% critical damage boost. That damage boost actually makes an offense set better. Um, even if you're critting all the time, generally an offense set will be better on Boba. I mean, if you have just ridiculous offense secondaries with a crit damage set, it might be better than the offense set. But given similar secondaries and everything, an offense set will produce more damage, not only on average, but even if you're critting every single time. So that is something that I haven't heard a lot of people talk about regarding this event that will certainly help you be able to complete it, you know, more efficiently and do more damage and get the enemies taken out quicker. Whew. You're right there. It was a mouthful. Yeah. It looked, looked like I you know. need to rest for a second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. The, uh, I didn't put this in the notes and I'm kind of just going to throw it out here because it's Chewbacca. We're talking about this. Bounty hunters are used for Chewbacca, so this is like one of the better ways to uh, mod them for that event. And just in Grand Arena territory, whereas in general, those types of things. Some good big news that came out today, April what is it, eleventh, I believe, the Millennium Falcon event is back. So if you do Indeed. have been farming for that since the first one was around, you are now being rewarded for that farming because the Millennium Falcon event will be coming back. On April 11th, so yeah, get get hyped for that. I'm not. I didn't farm those chips, but I am okay with it. So oh. so much other stuff going on. Hey, I got them. Low, I got them geared five star. It's good enough for now. But the only thing I can't use it for is territory battles. So yeah, that's what I one phase. That's... No, two phases. It yeah. lasts two phases. So eh, whatever. It's fine. I'll, I've, I've I've actually started farming those ships since I finished the Darth Revan stuff. So the next time around, maybe I'll be ready. I don't know, but we'll see. So very nice. Um, yeah, I mean, great ship. Uh, that thing is a lifesaver in Grand Arena. I mean, so far for me in Grand Arena, everyone that I have fought that didn't have the Falcon, I mean, I have destroyed. They really haven't even had a chance. So I'm actually kind of glad that it's back because it is going to create a little bit more competition in Grand Arenas in which there are ships. So that's probably a good thing. To answer so vicious question in chat, why didn't they add MILF to the event calendar at the beginning of the month? Pretty annoying. The reason for that is the same reason they, with any event that's running for a second time, they don't announce the second time till later in the month. This time it's only four days later, five days later, I guess. But mm -hmm. uh, usually the second run on legendary events isn't on the calendar to start. It's announced with fanfare and hoo haws and everything else <laughs> later <laughs> on. So, right. well then, we've got some. We this is going to be a shorter show. Um, but we did have some a main topic we wanted to talk about that might be good for, well, it'll be good for everyone just to know this information, but it'll be really good for newer players as well because of just what we're talking about. And that is gearing uh, characters and teams and those types of things. And what's the best Heck way yeah. to get that gear? What are the best teams to gear uh, the easiest way or to gear them the fastest, those types of things. So uh, we're going to talk first about gear 
how to get it, what's the best way to get gear, the fastest way to get gear, and the most efficient way to get gear, which we've talked about before on this show, but it's been a little while since then, so we'll kind of go over it again. Wink has a really cool uh, page on our website. If you go to www.shatteredorder.com slash gear guide, there's a giant uh, Excel spreadsheet looking thing. I don't know what to call it. It's got all the gear that's in the game listed there, as well as the uh, places you can get that gear. And then it lists out where the best way to get that gear is by the most efficient use of your crystals, basically, right? That's right, right? That's the way it works? Yep. Yep, that's basically what it does. It compares the currency across all stores to the crystal cost of those gear in shipments. And I've got it kind of listed out. So, like, you'll see uh, numbers in green. Uh, that's going to be the place you want to buy that from because it's the best value. Red is going to be really bad value. You kind of want to avoid that. Of course, there may be situations where you just have an abundancy of a certain store currency, so it just makes more sense to buy it there, which is understandable. But this is just showing you, in general, the most efficient way to buy it. And um, I haven't updated this in a while. I am working on a version 2.0 that I hope to get out here before too long. I've been working on that in my free time, um, which it's it's slogging along, but it'll get there. Um so there are a few really interesting things, you know, regarding this stuff. Um, and this is in regards to a few of the updates that I desperately need to make. Um, so uh, let's see. The Mark III holo projectors, that is one of the gear that you almost entirely want to buy with crystals if you can because they're such a great value. The other thing is the gold med packs, eyeballs, and uh, keypads, the ones that are 375 crystals for 25. It is just an absolute and total bargain compared to everywhere else. Um, given what you could buy with other stuff, you know, your other store currencies, you definitely want to try to spend crystals on that if you can. Um, because those are an absolute steal. And there's one other piece of gear that is a complete and total steal from the shipment store, and that is the Mark V thermal detonators. However, the Mark V thermal detonators are a little bit weird, because if you buy, like, the full salvage piece, so the one that has the 50 pieces built in, it's 1,274 crystals, which is the same price as a stun gun or, um, you know, some of those other pieces. However, if you buy them the 25 salvage packs, they're only 375 crystals. So if you do the math on that, 750 crystals versus 1,274 you're much better to buy them in chunks of 25 because it's just, it's another one of those absolute steals from the shipment store. So um, I think if if you do those three things and then save your other currencies to get some of the, uh, you know, more rare gear and more difficult gear to get, you're really going to be in a great spot. So most important question here. Where what is the best way to get stun cuffs, 
or Carbontes or stun guns. What is your opinion on those three things? So it's kind of complicated because stun guns, Carbontes, and stun cuffs, all three of those, the most efficient way to get them is by farming them on the nodes. If you go farm them on regular nodes, that is the cheapest way to get them, assuming you're doing 50 crystal refreshes. As soon as you go to 100 crystal refreshes, that's suddenly now not the best way to get them. But those 50 crystal refreshes, great. The problem is you probably need character shards, so you probably don't have the energy to be spending on those. So... If we ignore just farming them and start looking at the stores, the stun guns, stun cuffs, and carbontes are all absolutely fantastic values from the shard shop. You should be buying those every single time they pop up in the shard shop because it is absolutely fantastic value. Uh, the, The next best place to get them is probably going to be Either shipments, which isn't a terrible value, but they are expensive, or Mm -hmm. getting them from uh, the, you know, guild store or guild events. Uh, The the stun guns aren't available in the guild store, but they are in the guild events. They're just mediocre value there. Um, But... You need them, so you. Uh, I pretty much buy those every time I see them in a store, specifically Carbonis and uh, Stun Guns, because I will use them uh, very soon. I need so many of them, I just buy them every time they pop up, you know, even if they're not the most efficient. What's interesting about those three, though, uh, is I don't have any of the farming locations for them in red. So there's not really any spot that is really just a bad value uh, there are places that are marginally less good uh, values for them, but there's there's no store in which you purchase those in which you're getting screwed. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. Anytime I see those in the stores, uh, regardless, for sure in the shard shop, if I'm low on on currency in most places, I will go directly after those in the shard shop over anything else because of the just how good the the deal is per crystal there, but the, uh, that you just need so many of them for all your characters that anytime I see them in any of the shops, I buy them. Even if I'm not currently actively farming them for someone just to have them built up. Like for example, stun guns or stun cuffs. I haven't used stun cuffs in a while, but I've already built up like 200 of them just from buying them in the stores whenever I see yep. them, because I know there's going to be one dude who needs 200 of them. And at that point, I'll be good to go on zooming through those pieces, you know? So mm-hmm. um, any of those that you would just, if you saw them in the shop, you wouldn't go after any piece, just gear in general that you just don't think is a good buy from shipments. Uh, from just standard shipments. Uh, standard shipments. I, I'm not really sure that there's anything there that's really a bad value. One thing I do find interesting uh, is, I mean, well, because that's the thing that I kind of work every, base the value of everything else on. So that's, everything there is just kind of average value, you know. Um, 
I generally don't like spending crystals on stuff. I will spend it on stun guns generally just because I don't get enough of them from anywhere else. So I kind of get forced into buying them from the shipments. Uh, and of course, whenever I do buy them, I always try to buy the the salvage piece, the piece that's, you know, crafted in the light blue that's black background. You know, it's the one that basically has the 50 pieces in it already. You do save some crystals purchasing it that way. So that is definitely the way you want to go rather than just buying them in chunks of 25 here or 25 there. Uh, unless you're just flat out desperate. Um, <laughs> that happens which, too. Yeah, that certainly happens. There's zero doubt about that. Um, Darth Revan, Darth Revan gearing question mark. That's how I, yeah. that's how would that last time that happened to me. I'm like, oh, I can spend half this day farming this piece, or I can buy it right now. I am uh, not patient, so I just just buy it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you for sure. But yep. um, is there anything one thing on you should do that... to uh, one thing you should try to keep up with on this? Uh, or maybe we can just start writing down the information to add it later on. But the weekly shipments with these uh, have a lot of these pieces in them, and I'm wondering yes. where the where those shard numbers uh, add up compared to some of the others on this list. Because you know you can all you can always I think every week or at least seemingly in the last few weeks there's been carbontes in there. There's been stun guns. Mm-hmm. There's been stun cuffs. Some of the major ones we we've already talked about in there. So I'm kind of curious where they rank on this list with the other gear pieces. You know what I mean? Um, uh, pretty much everything from the weekly shipments has the same price as the shipment. So you can kind of use that for reference. Um, it is nice that there are so many of them though. Like that, that is one of the best stores in the game, the way they've evolved it to where you basically have every single piece of gear there. Uh, it is awesome. Yep. I agree. So one thing I wanted to mention uh, as well is that uh, some really good place to farm gear as well as get more out of it are some of these new hard nodes. Hard nodes. Like, uh, for example, uh, what's her name? From uh, Amelyn Holdo. Her her, uh, has... Stun guns on it, I believe. And I think that either Juhani or Bastila had stun, uh, not stun, Carbontes on it. So if you look up some of these things, you can get, if you don't have those character shards, you can pull double duty on them. Um, You just gave me a good idea. Um, I may make another row on version two that shows hard notes in which you can get this stuff. Um, that way, you know, if you need some of these character shards, you'll you can look at the guide, you can see um, you know, if there's a piece of gear you want and you want those shards, you know, just have the characters listed out there. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a lot of good ones out there right now. So, and I think that uh I think the one I'm farming right now actually I think you're farming it too. Is it Range Trooper that has something good on it too? Let me look. He has something. I don't remember what it is. 
No, he's not one of them. He has a Mark III thermal detonator salvage, but some people are low on that, some people aren't. I have 200 of them right now, but they do get oh. used a lot. For me, it's so. Embo. Uh, you know, he has the Mark V thermals, which I, I wouldn't typically worry about just because they're so much better to buy from the shipments, but I need Embo shards anyway, so it's kind of nice getting those. Um Oh, one other thing that I should totally mention. Um, the Mark III Carboni, if you are going to actually farm it on regular node, it is on one eight energy node. Everything else is on a 10, you know, all that type of gear. But that one is actually on an eight energy node. So that does make it a little bit more efficient than, you know, some of this other gear. That That is a really good value as well. And I was looking earlier, you know with Carbontes there is a there's a 20 version and a 10 or there's an 8 version and a 16 version. I don't th- I think the 8 is still the best deal. I didn't see anything on the double one that gets you double uh good yeah. gear. Yeah, that's so a good that's point. That's always something to look at is, you know, it does the does the one that is more energy have more gear that you're going to need than just the lower energy, because usually the lower, lower energy ones have one the one piece of gear you're going for and then something you have thousands of. But some of these, if you look at them closely, there'll be two of them that have eight energy nodes or six energy nodes or whatever. And if you don't scroll far enough to get to the other one, you miss out on the one that has better gear on it. So always, when you're farming with your uh, energy, look at what's going on besides just the gear you're looking for, because... You can double up on stuff that you'll need later on by just paying attention to which one you're doing rather than, okay, this one's this much energy. I'm just going to do that one. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, you know, the hard nodes, they have the same drop rate also, you know, as the other nodes. The only difference is, you know, you're getting shards and you're getting the other stuff with them. So you don't get double the drop rate, even though it's double the energy. But you are getting the bonus stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Anything else awesome. for gear? Um, anything else for gear? Not, not as far as the gear guide goes. But um, man, we got a pretty awesome topic this week. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and play this? Hey Let's boys, do, do you have any tips for us? Less experienced players. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) Alrighty. So if you haven't seen this online, there is a gear requirements uh, Excel or Google Doc, basically. And it lists out all the gear in the game, all the characters in the game, and how much gear they need. It's a really nice uh it's a really nice document. Uh it's out there shared with the world so you can go in there and look at it. Uh, I got it up on the screen right now. It's got uh let's see. So we're on Death Trooper here. Looks like he needs 80 Mark 5 keypad salvage and if you scroll over it, it'll tell you exactly where that gear is needed on that character. So for example, he needs it uh, at when he's gear 6 in the second slot. When he's gear six in the fourth slot, when he's gear nine in the fifth slot, and when he's gear ten in the fifth slot. So it'll tell you exactly where you need it, how many of each thing that you need for that character. And uh, basically, 
It's a really good uh, resource as far as visually showing all the characters at once with what gear they need. And so you can kind of look around and see where your gear would best help you as you save it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just a really good uh, resource. And that was made by a guy named J9449 on Twitter or on Reddit. Um, I think, I think I saw that he's from one of the, one of the guilds, uh, that's got some people in our discord chat. So, oh, cool. If you know, J44, J9449, let us know. I want to thank him for this, but the, basically what happened was someone took this gear spreadsheet and did something even cooler with it. And this is. Eight months old. Eight months. So there's some newer characters aren't even on this now. Probably could use an update. And if I could get a hold of Idra Rage on Reddit, maybe he and I could do something with this because it's a really good resource. But uh, basically he went and he ranked all the pieces of gear and what each is worth on a point system, like how hard it is to get, how many people need it, so how often you're going to have it. And basically, you know ranked the the gear so let me show you basically what he did with this um so he ranked out for 13 and a half points basically these these pieces of gear are the highest ranked as far as points go meaning most people need them they're harder to get they're uh they're just some some of the harder pieces like uh, Mark IV Bactagel, Mark VI Droid Caller, Mark IX Biotech, Mark V Stun Guns. Those are all the highest uh, point totals there. Uh, moving down from 13.5 to 12 points, you have the Mark IV Cheatax, Mark VI Detonators, Mark VII Shield Generators, uh, Carbontes, and Stun Cuffs are worth 10 points. And you can see on the screen just how all of this stuff is broken down. And it goes down all the way down to two to five points for some of those things you have thousands of. So basically he took every character that was in the game when he made this post, which was 155 characters and ranked them out by who is the easiest to gear and who is the hardest to gear. And so I thought it would be cool to kind of go over some of the easier important characters to gear and uh, some of the harder ones, important characters to gear, as well as go over synergy teams as a whole and what the easiest one to gear based on this what we, this information we have is. Okay, so awesome. basically, let's. I'm going to read off the top ten easiest characters to gear when this was made. Okay, the number one easiest character to gear was Night Sister Acolyte. Second, Kaigon Jin. Third, Lobot. Four, Poggle. Let me bring it up on the screen so you guys can see it here. Four's Poggle. Five, Talia. Six, First Order Officer. Seven, Eeth Koth. Eight, eight, Mace Windu. Nine, Rex. And ten, Geonosian Soldier. So, out of, out of that top ten, I can think of four just looking at them that I would want to get to gear 12 uh yeah pretty 
pretty quickly and obviously it makes it pretty easy. Which four do you think I'm talking about? I think you actually can see it, so it's not a very hard question. But uh, are those, there any... The four I listed, Night Sister Acolyte, easiest character in the game to gear, really good for uh, 3v3 Grand Arena if you throw her and Zombie with Asajj. It's a good team there. Oh, yeah. um, she's just good, good damage. Uh, the other I've had was Talia. Because on a regular Night Sister team, Talia is uh, for the heroic Sith raid is really important because of her heals on her basic and the fact that she's the fifth easiest yep. gear in the game just makes it a no brainer. And then sixth first order officer, one of those key pieces in a first order team that I think is just the fact that there's easy to gear is uh, a, a really big bonus considering some of the other people in the team and what you got to do. But then the last one, if you don't have this guy gear 12, he's the ninth easiest and he's one of the best leaders this game has had ever and continues to be a great leader. And that is Rex because yep, having him at gear 12, you can put together a team under him of pretty much anything. And he is a, just a plug and play leader. That's been one of the best in the game forever. Um, you got any, uh, you got any arguments for any of the other ones there? No. I mean, Rex is arguably the... Uh, throughout the entire life of Swaga, Rex is probably the number one overall leader. He's unbelievable. He has the tenacity up, the TM gain. You should have Rex at gear 12, period. Um, the uh, The other ones for me, I totally agree on First Order Officer, because, you know, he is kind of that keystone character speed-wise for making that team go. So, really important there. Qui-Gon Jinn, awesome for a Jedi team. He has a pretty good leader ability. He has some nice traits that allow him to fit in just about any Jedi squad. While he's not amazing anymore, he is still very, very solid. And, um, yeah, I love Knight Sister Acolyte. She is a great damage dealer. Um, and... You know, being the easiest character to gear in the game, hard to go wrong. Yeah, it's, uh, and that's the same for Kaigon Jin, right? To be the second easiest yep. to gear in the game with that decent of a leader ability, uh, if you even if without the Zeta on it, the speed is just really good. If you want to uh, have a third or fourth team leading, using Kaigon Jin as the leadership. If it's yep. that easy, he's that easy to gear. It's not. It's it's worth having him up there. And as as a newer player, he's one of the better uh, turn meter reducing on basic uh, characters in the game. So farming him and gearing him up, making him one of the easier ones, is a really helpful thing for a lot of new players in the rancor. So if you're looking for rancor, still, if you're a new player, a person to help uh, trivialize that raid for you, Kaigon was always one of those guys. So really easy yep, gear. Absolutely. And really great early game for the Rancor. So keep an eye for on that. Sure. Now looking at looking through um, some of these other uh ten through twenty, right? Or go ahead. I was gonna say, you know what's kind of funny? My favorite number is eleven. You know who the number eleven character is mm -hmm. on here? My boy, Grandmaster Yoda. Love it. Um Right? Isn't isn't that crazy that he is that low or it's high on this list? I guess whichever one you want to say. 
He he was a first legendary yeah. character. He came into the game super early. So a lot of this like newer gear and stuff, I mean, he's pretty easy to gear up for a while. Plus he does special damage. A lot of times those special damage characters, um, they have a little bit easier gear as well. So yeah, uh, Grandmaster Yoda, obviously amazing and should be gear 12. Um, so in this next batch of 10, there are a couple that I find really interesting. One of them being First Order Executioner, who's at 12. Just given how good he is in a First Order team, um, he's awesome. And then the other two is at 17, L337, and at 19, Vandor Chewbacca. Um, I think those are two characters that, you know, here pretty recently I've mentioned that I was surprised at how easy they are to gear, and then to see them up inside the top 20 on this list, I found kind of interesting. Well, you know, I was saying that I didn't feel like L3 was that hard to gear when I when I geared her the two times, and now we have... Yep. A reason behind that, you know, that you can see right there that that gear, the gear she requires is not as taxing as some of the other characters out there. So definitely a good one to gear up with L3 because she fits right into that uh, that's uh, scoundrel squadron. She's got a great ship uh, and she's just yep. a good tank. So definitely one that that definitely works there. Uh, you got a lot of Jawas in there. <laughs> Surprised, but yes, not too start, surprising there. You start rolling into the twenties and twenties and thirties. Uh, you got Grand Moff Tarkin, who has a great capital ship. Uh, works really well if uh, in territory wars and grand arenas under Palpatine. If you go straight Empire and and save the Sith to go under Treya. Uh, he does so Especially many debuffs. Especially with it's, Vader. It, it's... Yeah. Throw Vader and Tarkin with Palpatine. Uh, that's plenty of debuffs to keep that turn meter rolling on that team. As well as, I, I like to use uh, yep. TIE Fighter Pilot as well. Uh, there's a, just a good chunk yes. of them to make it. But Grand Moff Tarkin I... being 21 with one of the better capital ships and as well as just being... Uh, a good mm-hmm. utility player. That's a nice totally to see agree. him that low. And you're going to yep. notice a theme, uh, which I mean, we'll go Grand into Moff- when I start talking about teams, but Asaz Ventress is there as well. At yes. 22. She is very good as so well. That's how um, many we've seen so far. Uh, let's it's see. So four night, three night sisters, because Daka is Daka's 24 Massage is 22. Uh, Acolyte's number one. And then we saw Talia was number five. That's four Night Sisters already in the top 25. So that's a pretty good that's sign crazy. for the Night Sisters. But we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that here in a second. Veers, 25. And, that's another yep. good one. Emperor Palpatine at pretty 27. Pretty key cog to the Imperial Troopers. I mean, there's some, there's some real keystone characters in here. I mean, Palpatine, one of the best leader abilities, especially for Empire, you know, like I said, him, Vader and Tarkin, they do great for me in Grand Arena, uh, just because you can basically stun lock the team pretty easily early just by having a super fast Vader, um, and setting up a turn order team there. Uh, let's see. 
this one I did not realize, but Bosk is at thirty. Yeah, I mean that's he that wouldn't surprise me as well. I mean, as good of a character as he is, as great as his leader ability is, as great as his ship is, I mean, that might be one of the best bangs for your buck right there at 30. For everyone listening to the podcast and can't see it, 30 is Bosk. So Bosk leadership ability for bounty hunters as well as his houndstooth, which is everywhere in ships. For him to be 30 on the uh, gear list is, is pretty dang good for a, because of who he is, but B, also tanks usually have some pretty uh, stout gear requirements with uh, Carbontes and such, so having him that, that low is, is, a, is a pretty good sign. And he might still need the Carbontes. Those could all still be in there, but if you add in all the other pieces that go around those Carbontes, it probably makes it a lot easier. So that's really nice yep. for for him. Um. But yeah, I I will we'll have the links to both that gear uh Excel spreadsheet and this Reddit post. Uh once again, thank you to Idra Rage for making this. I'd love to uh update it even more and get that information out to people. But um I went ahead and I based on these rankings in All right, welcome back, Wink. <laughs> we lost you for a second. I had to switch my internet. I was getting about every other word you were saying. I uh I hot spotted okay. on my phone, so we'll see if my phone does any better than my garbage internet. Um <laughs> All right, well we can go from there. I was saying that uh I took these rankings from these characters that uh, were put onto this page and I kind of started going through some synergy teams and the rankings of the characters that make up those teams to kind of find out what some of the better synergy teams to gear are. So let's, let's talk about uh, some of these teams that we, we know and love. And so the first one I want to talk about Imperial troopers. What's I put, I put two teams here. I put a Veers Stark shore trooper, snow trooper, range trooper team, as well as a Veers Stark, Shore Trooper, or Snow Trooper, Death Trooper, Shore Trooper team. Sorry, that's wrong. Let me start over. Avir Stark, Shore Trooper, Rain... Why do I keep saying Shore Trooper? One more time. Avir Stark, <laughs> Snow, Range, Death Trooper team, as well as Avir Stark, Shore, Snow, Death Trooper team. So basically flopping out Range Trooper for Shore Trooper and yep. what the gearing on those would be. So... This one is not a very great one as far as gear goes. Veers is very easy. He's up in the top 30 at 25. But then it gets really rough because Stark is 96. Shore Trooper, if you decide to go with him when you're gearing up, is 154. And if you look at this list, right, 154 is second to last. So it's the second hardest gear of a character for Shore Trooper. Wow. That's not surprising. He's tough. He takes a ton of gear. Yeah, for sure. I remember yes. gearing him up and it was just, it was tough. And Snow Trooper's 88 inter- right in the middle. 
Okay, go ahead. And the interesting thing is, you know, I think the team's better, you know, with range trooper instead of short trooper if you can get him geared up. And the thing that I found interesting here recently is that range trooper doesn't need much gear. I mean, even if he's at gear eight or nine, um, if you can just get him fast enough to gain turn meter, you know, through the Stark and, you know, the Stark uh, chain of turn meter gain, I mean, he's unbelievable. Um, so uh, that team is absolutely great. Yeah, so if you can, if you can get him, uh, Range Trooper is 115 and Death Trooper is 117. So you got at least three in there over 100 rank. And so when it comes down to it, if you have the team using Shore Trooper, it's going to be average of a 95. So... Not great. Uh, over mid, over the median of hard to gear teams. Uh, and range troopers about 80. If you'd use range trooper instead of shore trooper, it drops down to 88. So Not that's bad. where we're going to set the baseline for how hard the teams are to gear from here on out. But it's 88 to 95 is the ranking of, uh, just how hard that team is to gear, uh, averaging out all the gear ranks for this team. Now, moving on to first order. Let me let me bring this up on the the show notes up on the on on the screen so you guys can see what I'm talking about here. Um, first order. So first order, you got. Uh, I did two teams here. Crew, Kylo, First Order Executioner, First Order Officer. You're hearing crackling. Everyone's watching you type. I'm hearing crackling from oh. your audio. <laughs> I don't know if it's my internet or not, though. Okay. Uh, we'll see. You actually sound better on this new one, so that's Oh, good. really? Okay. Well, that's good. Um, uh. <laughs> crew... There's two teams I listed out. Crew, Kylo Ren, First Order Executioner, First Order Officer, and Stormtrooper. Or if you wanted to flip out Stormtrooper for TIE Fighter Pilot, it's a much better gear uh, grind for the team. First Order Stormtrooper is ranked 110 on the list, and First Order TIE Fighter Pilot's only 28. So wow! if you're going for a quick gear, uh, you're going to be better off with TIE Fighter Pilot over Stormtrooper, but for the normal nice. team, I believe, the Stormtrooper's the guy, so I put him in there as well. Crew's up at 127. Kylo Ren's at 93, both of them kind of high, but then you get to Officer and Executioner 6 and 12, so that kind of makes it a little better for the team. Uh, so you saw that ranking for the Imperial Troopers up between 88 and 95. First Order, definitely a much better, or easier gear based on those ratings because it's between 53 to 69. So you're already dropping about 20 points on how easy this First Order team is to gear than the Imperial Troopers. Um, Very nice. Yeah. So. Everyone's hearing crackling, huh? Let me see. Hmm. Yeah, I hear that crackling too now. All right, I will fix that for the next uh, go-round. Um, um, but if we move down... 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say uh, the the interesting thing is you know crew kind of he, he's fairly tough to gear, but you know the other essential pieces are just so easy. I mean, first or executioner and officer. I mean, if you just get them with crew, kind of stick in whatever else you got and. You're kind of in a good spot. I didn't. I never would have guessed that team is that easy at gear in general. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 a better of the uh, ones I listed here to gear. But all the, well, I put a ranking of all these ones we're talking about right now at the bottom, just so everyone can see them stacked on top of each other. Uh, bounty hunters, right? Uh, I listed three teams here, right? I listed Bosk, Boba, Dengar. Uh, Imbo, and then I let the fifth one be optional, whether it was Greedo, Cad Bane, or Zam Wessel. Um, this team is, depending on who you put in it, can be decent or it can be right up there with Imperial Troopers because Bosk is 30, Boba Fett's 112, Dengar's 100, Imbo's an 87, and here's the here's the kicker, Greedo, and I totally believe this because I remember when I geared my Greedo how obnoxious he was greedo is 144 ranked so if you pulled greedo out which is tough to do considering how much damage he can do um if you pulled him out cad bane's a 38 so that's a much better easier gear than greedo and zem wessel's right there in the middle at 90 so depending on who you put in if it's greedo it's a 94 it's a hard gear hard to gear team he's tough based on some of those so some of those characters but uh if you went on down with Cad Bane instead of Greedo, then it drops all the way to a 73, which is better off than Imperial Troopers, but not quite as good as First Order. But it, when, just depending on who you throw in there, it can be totally switch how hard that gearing that team is. One thing that I do find interesting about this, uh, so, you know, Imbo I've noticed is pretty easy at gear, and he's a great character for this team. Um, but... Uh, you know, Boba Fett and Dengar, they're, they're pretty important. But Greedo, I, I really just kind of think he's he might be the worst bounty hunter for a bounty hunter team. And yet he's the most difficult to gear. Um, he's kind he's probably the guy I would leave out, especially if you're using a Boba or Bosk lead, unless you're just going for raw damage. I mean, you, I think you'd want to leave Greedo out anyway because the other guys just offer more. And because of the fact that they're up easier to gear on the list, it's probably a better idea to gear them first anyway. If this is, if you're, especially if you're early game, making decisions on the easiest gear can probably help you out long term if you're gearing, if, they're, if there's not a big disparity in how good they are between the two. So, like, if Greedo, Cad Bane, and Zam were interchangeable, I would go with Cad Bane because. He's ranked 38 on the list. He's a good character. He has that stun. He can double mm-hmm. tap. He does a lot of things. So yes. um yeah, I, you gotta look at like what's what the uh what the best output for your gear is gonna be. And if it, it takes you longer to get Greedo, you can get the team up and running quicker with Cad Bane for sure. Well, and something else, Cad Bane's great in 3v3 because one thing I have kind of figured out is 3v3 stuns are fantastic and if you have like a fast bosk with um 
you know, with Cad Bane and Boba Fett, you can kind of get the other team in a stun lock, ability block type situation where it is unbelievably difficult to move. I figured this out the hard way. Very annoying. <laughs> Learning things the hard way is always annoying. That There's is also- definitely true. <laughs> if you look at the bottom in the comments, someone actually came back uh, slippery roo and added in the newer bounty hunters like uh, Imbo, Aura, and Django. And that's where I got their numbers from. But someone asked in chat about Django. Django is actually ranked 127 on the ranking list. So he okay. is actually kind of hard to gear. So if you do go Django, you're making the decision to go with a harder gear. Aura Singh as well is ranked right after her, 128. So between the three newer bounty hunters, Django, Aura, and Imbo, Imbo is definitely the best uh, as far as gearing goes, dropping like, what is that, 40 points on the other two. So yeah, And he's just really, really good. <laughs> he is. He's awesome, for sure. Now, here's a fun one for you, Wink. Now, I'm going to put this in there for you. Because of the fact they gotta be they gotta be updated at some point, right? And you got the clone troop yep, last season of the true. clone of uh clone wars coming, so maybe we'll see a rework on the clones. Uh but as far as clones go right now, Rex is gear is number nine. We talked about that. Yep. And then you look at the other ones. Fives is eighty two, Echo is fifty one, Sergeant is sixty one, and the only really bad one is Cody at one twenty five. So he drags the average up. But if we're looking at the averages of all the teams we've done so far, Clone Troopers, 65.6. That's the average for Clone Troopers. And they are, that puts them right in the hunt with First Order as one of the easier ones that we've mentioned so far on uh, Teams to Gear. Now, someone made a good point in chat about how some of these teams that are easier are the older teams. And uh, that is completely true. And probably part of the reason clones are one of the easier teams to do. But if the team is decent and they're good, regardless of whether they're old or not, that's just a, a big upgrade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Night Sisters or the Clone Troopers or, you know, some of these First Order characters. Yep. Um, for sure. And we also you got know, Ewoks. Uh, I was going to say one thing about the Clone Troopers, even though they're such an easy team to gear, I mean, you don't really need to worry about most of them because they don't need to be synergized together like a lot of these other teams have to be since you can pull Rex out and put them with another team. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah. It's, yeah, that's the other part of some of these because gearing, and that's the nicest part about Rex, right, on that clone team being the number nine because even if you decide not to gear the clones, the best one out of the group is the easiest to gear and one of the easiest in the game. So Yep. Yeah. So, so Ewoks, the, man. Uh, Ewoks. Ewoks. Where How do they rank? Ewoks? Because people were getting them C3PO. Where does that team rank as far as gear goes? What was it really as hard as we thought to gear them for that C3PO event? Uh they're all pretty average, and there's one character that drops down that average considerably. Elder is ranked 14, but if you go through the rest of them, they're ranked between 83 and 95. So they're all right there, just past the middle point. Uh, if seventy, if seventy-eight was the middle, the median of where this one hundred fifty-five character thing is, that's just 
yep. a guess on the maths there, but if you put it at 78, uh, four of the characters are just above the median, and then you have Elder right down there near the bottom, uh, one of the best gears. So that takes the Ewok team to a 73.6 rating, putting them right in the hunt with the clone troopers and the Imperial or First Order as one of the better gears. Yep. Um, makes sense again, right? But here's the thing. They aren't all old in that team. You've got Wicket, Logre, and Paplu, which are newer characters, but are still really decent gears. So it it the the new new character versus old character thing doesn't really it still has merit, but there's still characters that have come to the game that were new that were easy to gear and uh, not easy, but uh, better than some of the uh, more popular geared characters. Indeed, this is the. This is the one that blew my mind. This next team didn't because this is the yeah. This I don't well, I mean, surprising. not gearing them, but you think about the fact that this is the team that most people grab from the beginning of the game now when they start new, because of the fact that you can get Palpatine and Thrawn with them. That's true, right? But the fact is, they are the worst of any team that I looked at on this gear list. By far, like yep. the average Not is just close. heads and shoulders above everyone else. 155 was the, the highest and worst gear character in this game, and that's Scare Rebel Pathfinder. Behind them, on this Phoenix team, you have Ezra at 153, Sabine at 151, Kanan at 145, Zeb at 143, then you got Chopper at 124, and the best of the, the group is Hera at 90. Nothing below 90 on this team. And if you if you were to flip-flop Chopper and Zeb on the team, just to make the two teams, your best bet is using the Chopper team, and that is still only four points better than using Zeb. That's how bad the gearing on Phoenix yep. is. I just now, removed them wise. out of my 5v5 squads builder list just because I don't use them. Because if I put them on defense, Wampa will take them out, and I'm not going to use them on offense because they're worthless. Um, I do have Sabine and Ezra geared up because they are so versatile. I also think that Kanan is very versatile. Those three characters are really the only ones I think are worth investing heavily as far as gear goes. Yeah, I'd say Ezra and Sabine were are like the main ones that you would want to gear, and yes. and even then they are they are the two that are at the very top end of hard gears. So that's just rough to see. Uh, Indeed. So, um, but let's let's swing over. Actually, I'm gonna skip over resistance real quick and go straight to Night Sisters because Ooh. I want to go from one extreme, one extreme. All the way to the other extreme. Look at this team. Our rankings here have been 65s and 94s and 73s and 50s. All kind of all over the place up over the 50s. If you look at the standard uh, phase four night sister team of Talzin, Zombie, Talia, Daka, and Asajj. The rating is 32.6. These the Night Sisters of the teams that I looked at I are by far the easiest team to gear in the game. You got Tali at five, you've got Asaj at twenty-two, Daka at twenty-four, Talzin's up at forty-one, and the hardest one being 
zombie, a tank, at 71. Still not even past the median point of hard-to-gear characters. Here's something that's interesting, though. Yeah, go ahead. The team that I set on defense, I don't have Talia Mm -hmm. in there. I actually have an easier-to-gear Night Sister. Night Sister Acolyte, who is the easiest character to gear in the game. Like if you were that, if you were to like kind of even switch it around with some of these characters, you can make this team even easier to gear by throwing an acolyte in there. And I don't know. Let me see where um, initiate was. I don't know no one uses her, but I'm kind of curious. How, I think she's kind of where tough. she ranks. Yeah, initiate is the hardest of the night sisters at 135. So yeah, but if you keep initiate out, which most people do anyway. Yes. You were looking at a very, very easy, easy team to gear as yep. it goes compared to other teams. So that was kind of a big surprise for me as I did this. It just to see just how much easier they are to gear than literally all the other teams that I looked at. Yeah, it's so, very very surprising, especially for how good they are. I mean, they are a pain in the ass in Grand Arena and Territory War. They're really good in the raids. I mean, you yeah, they're awesome. And not to mention, if you gear them up, you have two separate teams for 3v3 Grand Arena. So, I mean, bang for your buck. Yep. Oh, yeah. They're hard to beat. That's another one we didn't look up. What? Where does Spirit fall? I think Spirit's probably... Hard. No, oh, she's not even that point. bad. Night Sister Spirit is 62. So wow. Also another uh, decently ranked... Night Sister. Yep. So the only really bad one is Initiate up at 135. Every and other Night Sister below the median point. And so, Initiate is the one that you would leave out if you were making teams out of these six, characters. Two teams of threes. Yep. Yeah. So so that's awesome. I, I I'm not terribly surprised by this, but um or shocked, whichever one you want to go with. But this is great information <laughs> to know. Zinger. <laughs> That was not I'm intentional, not, by the I'm way. I'm not shocked or surprised you brought that up either. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so moving on to Why the... Why don't you talk about this one? Next one is the uh, Jedi Training Ray Resistance team. And this team is very interesting. So you have RJT at 116th. So she is more difficult on average to gear. Uh, but, I mean, she is the core of the team. She is now, after the the nerf slash rework, or leader ability nerf at least, uh, she is by far the best leader, you know, for resistance. So you have her, you have R2-D2 at 91, who you must gear because he can fit anywhere. Uh, BB-8's at 109, so he's kind of in that... Barely getting into that last third as far as difficult to gear, uh, but still amazingly fits in everywhere. But if you're using RJT, most of the time you're going to want Resistance Trooper because of how good he is. And he ranks at 31, which is absolutely awesome. Super easy to gear. Uh, I remember gearing him thinking about how easy he was to gear and just being such a good damage dealer. Hard to go wrong there. Uh, there is Finn at 67, Ray, who, she's tough, but she, she's good, but she's tough at 130, so, uh, 
gear-wise, if you're a newer player, probably recommend leaving Ray out because Finn, you know, can kind of take her spot now, being as good of a damage dealer as he is, and the fact that his leader abilities, whatever now. Now, if you look at the overall team, if you use Ray instead of Resistance Trooper, you're at 102.6 average versus with Resistance Trooper, 82.8. So he really brings down the average as far as difficulty of gearing. Yeah, because RJT, that RJTR team with uh, Ray is one of the highest. Um, one of the highest uh, numbers there of these teams we have. But if you yes. put in resistance trooper instead of the Ray drops down right into the middle of the pack as well. So uh, I would definitely say resistance trooper is he's, he's just great under uh, RJ, RJT anyway. So yes, it's, a, it's not like a no brainer, but it's definitely easy to make that decision. So for sure. Um, Let's look at this uh, last team. Uh, I didn't know what to do with the fifth slot because now that we have Darth Revan, which is obviously not on this guy's list because mm-hmm. that's it's about eight months old, so definitely want to get this thing updated. But the it's a Sith team starting out with Treya, Nihilus, Sion, Sith Trooper, and then adding in a fifth. And I didn't add in like Palpatine or Vader because of the fact that you'd probably use them in a different team, not in this one. Yep. Um, but I put Dooku and Sidious because they're about the only ones Sith players left to gear for that besides Sith Empire characters and maybe I didn't put Savage in here because Savage under Treya is just doing the same thing her is it her unique or leader I don't know the one that just takes away the debuffs at the start of their turn so Savage isn't really needed in the team uh Maul I didn't put in there, though he might fit. I just didn't put him in there because everyone uses him for a leader. He's great at it. Um, But he might actually be decent in there because of the AoE days, you know. And I can look up what his is while we're doing this. But that Sith team is one of the higher ones to gear, mostly because of Scion. Sion is up at the hardest to gear level yeah. levels with 149. Sith Trooper, same thing. He's up there, 129. Those two bring that average up way high. Because mm-hmm. Nihilus, not bad, 53. Treya, actually not bad for a uh, raid reward character at 68. And then you can start getting into the other characters. Dooku's a 36, so he's an easy one to gear to throw in as a fifth. Uh, really annoying you all, we all know Dooku if you played this game for a long time. Darth Sidious, I don't know anyone that's gearing him. I don't know anyone that's using him, but he's a 64, so he's not too bad. Um, let me look up Maul real quick, and we'll tell you exactly and, where he fits in. Uh, I believe Emperor Palpatine was right around 30, so if you fit him in, you know, he would bring the average of these teams down even further. And he's, of course, one oh, yeah, of those characters sure. that, if you want to, I mean, you can use Trey and Nihilus Scion under Emperor Palpatine, you know, if you don't have, like, Vader or Tarkin or whatever. Um, you know, Emperor Palpatine's lead is just kind of great with so many characters. Um, you know, with Treya's lead, you almost have to have Nihilus and Scion with her. Uh, but, you know, Emperor Palpatine's super versatile, so that is always a solution as well. Agreed. 
I agree. Yeah, he's since he's what he was ranked twenty seven, I think. So would definitely bring down that average. Yeah, you're look you if with Palpatine, you're looking probably right around eighty ish. Bringing him in instead of Dooku, uh, Sidious puts you at uh, ninety two point six, and Maul, I'm assuming, would bring you up near one hundred. Uh, so this be is right not... around ninety five. Okay, so there you go. Uh, not. Not on the easier spectrum of the teams we've listed, but definitely uh, not a Phoenix team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, you know, these characters are great. They, You know, Darth Nihilus is, he's kind of a plug-and-play character. I mean, you can use him under Rex, you can use him under, you know, Darth Revan if you have him, Emperor Palpatine, Treya. Like, he has so many uses just because he has such a unique kit. And being that easy, you know, that's that's awesome. Um very exciting there. And, you know, Sith Trooper and Scion, you know, Scion, you almost have to have Treya for, and Sith Trooper, you kind of need other good Sith for. Um, and you don't necessarily have to have him for Emperor Palpatine. If you go that route, you could use Shore Trooper instead, who's also difficult to gear. But, um, you know, both those characters kind of lack the versatility that I think Nihilus and Treya offer. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, if you're looking at your team comps, just team rankings, let's rank those teams that I mentioned by gear level. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you're watching it live, uh, if you want to drop some feedback in um, in the Discord about other teams you'd like me to go in and rank and see where they fit on this list, let me know, because I just kind of quickly put a, together a good chunk of teams uh, before the podcast to talk about, but I know that we're missing uh, some rebel teams. I just didn't want yeah. to have to write out ten rebel teams or you know Empire. I didn't do them. There's some teams that are obviously missing here, and it would be interesting to see where they rank on this list as well. But for the ones we have, uh, the easiest by far is the Night Sisters, ranked at 32.6 average uh, difficulty for their ranking. Uh, gearing on those characters. And then second place is the clone troopers. Uh, I wouldn't recommend gearing them for any reason other than uh, just hopeful and wishful thinking that with this Clone Wars final season coming out that we'll see a Clone Wars rework or something to do with Clone Wars characters. So um, they are an easy gear. So if you want to do it or you're at a point where you have a new team that you can work on and you don't have this one, it's not going to be so bad. The only bad one in there was Cody. Uh, then the other one, another one that's easy to recommend based on the uh, the numbers is the First Order with a 53 if you're using a First Order TIE Fighter Pilot. But if you switch out Stormtrooper, it's a 69, which is still the third best for a gearing of a team right there. And yep. we all know how good First Order is in this game, as at least as far as PvP goes. So for that sure. is definitely another good one to work on. Uh, for y- newer players, if you go First Order, I think we, I did a new player segment talking about ta- possibly going after First Order to start your account. Uh, yes. If you did that, doing that would be a much easier gear road than starting out with Phoenix, as we can see from this. So, yeah, for sure. First order, definitely a good one. Would put you right on the path for BB-8 and set you up really nicely for JTR. 
Uh, Ewoks, 73.6. If you don't have them, another good gear. Also mm-hmm. gets you C-3PO. Good team for PvP. I mean, just just some of these easier geared synergy teams are really good teams, excluding clones for now. But uh, yeah, then you start getting into the ones that are just kind of all stacked together. So you know, basically, if you pick one of these, they're probably going to be about the same length of time to gear. They probably use different pieces, but it's about the same difficulty. And that would be the Sith, uh, Resistance, JTR, uh, Bounty Hunters, and Imperial Troopers. So any of those teams... One thing I find interesting about all those teams in that bunch is they all kind of have characters that you can move in and out. They all have really good, you know, alternatives. Whereas like the Night Sisters, Clone Troopers, First Order Ewoks, I mean, the teams we talked about were kind of the optimal teams for those um, versus these other teams that you can kind of mix and match a little bit more. Um. And then, of course, like you said, Phoenix is just atrocious as far as gear. Um, use them to get what you need to get, you know, Thrawn and such. Um, you know, gear the ones that are more versatile and let the others go, in my opinion. Cause the just... only painful part about this team being so hard to gear is the fact that their ships are good. Their ships especially are awesome, with, yes. uh, well, Especially that's... with uh, the Millennium Falcon, so... Them being that hard to gear kind of sucks for that reason because those ships are usable and good, but that's part of so the tough. reason why I also suggest Ezra and Sabine because they're both in the better ship. They're two, probably the two most versatile characters, so you get a lot of you know return on investment by gearing those two because of them having the best ship. And being the best characters to put in other teams as well. Gotcha. Yeah, so um, for those that were asking where CLS is. Oh, this should be good. Uh, Commander Luke Skywalker is 66th. So he's below the median. Uh, not so bad. It's That's an interesting Let's... number to be at, too. It would have been more interesting yeah. if Gerald Kenobi was 66th, but... Kenobi was 66th? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, C-3PO is not on here, because he's too new, as well as Chewbacca. Uh, All you have is the um, Clone Wars veteran smuggler. Who knew Clone Wars Chewbacca was 42? I mean, I guess he is an older character, so... Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I On remember. The more fun side, vet, he was veteran smuggler Chewbacca, the worst of the Chewbaccas, one twenty. So it's no don't no, even bother. No surprise why people wouldn't bother. Yeah. Besides the fact that he's terrible. So yeah, well, you yeah. use him to get RJT. So ah, uh, that's true. You gotta have yeah. some gear on him. Indeed. Where's Gam Garden Rose? All right, we're taking Ooh. calls here. All right, let's uh, check. Morian. I am very interesting, interested to see uh, where Gamgard is. Because I haven't geared him. I, I really don't have a is 112. 112, okay. 112. So on the harder side, but uh, not for me, because I don't have to put any gear on him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do you have gear 12 plus pieces on him too? 12 plus? I do not. I do okay. have gear 12 pieces on him because it Oof. added the extra 
health on him. Yeah. Rose Tico, one twenty-two. Yeah, I've kind of quit gearing her. She, I think she's stuck at gear ten for a reason. <laughs> I'm disappointed with her. She's not um, that great. I'm really not impressed. Uh, so I'm going to add the, both the gear spreadsheet and then there's also an Excel spreadsheet of this uh, Reddit post. I'm going to post those both in the resource section of the podcast server so okay. everyone can go take a look at they when they want. And I'm going to... I'm going to reach out to the guy that made this Reddit post because I'd really like to see if he's still playing and around and if he would like to uh, update it or have let be cool with me using it and updating it and maybe putting it on our site because I oh, think this be is awesome. a really good resource. Yeah, so, that, w- that would be really cool. Um, yeah. So that's 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 that. You guys can look that up when I post it um, or you can just search on the internet um, after you after the show and everything, but yeah, really helpful as far as figuring out easier to gear characters. You want to just get up. You can, if you've got a ship in mind, you like, you can go on there and search for the character for that ship and see how hard it is going to be to get that ship usable, things like that. So very cool. Very cool. nice. Well, we ready to jump into this uh, last topic. I totally am. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. All right, so Shattered Order Trivia. Thank you to Tesh for busting out this quiz for us today. Uh, we do the sh- did the show a day early. Forgot to mention it to Tesh. He was able to put this together for us for the show uh, late in the day today. So we really appreciate that. Should be fun. Today's topic is basic attacks and uh, how well we know basic attacks. So I'm really curious to see how well I know some of these basic attacks. No kidding. Because you were mentioned in Imbo dispelling on basic and I totally forgot about that. So... <laughs> Nice. There you go. All right. Well, let's see how well we know some basic attacks. Uh, the game code is eight nine three three four eight, and this is of eight, course nine, three three four eight. And this is of course on quizzes. Q U I Z I Z Z. Dot com. Indeed. Um, alright, so let's enter this bad boy. You got yours up? Alright, I'm bringing it up. Yeah, I do. I'm putting in my name. Alright. I want that. Alright, I'm ready when you are. Just tell me the word. Let's do it! Alright, here we go. Three, two, one. First question. Whose basic should be easy, right? Deal physical damage to target enemy. In addition, X gains 35% turn meter if that enemy had more than 50% turn meter. This is Ayala, Cody, Chirpa, or Kaigon. Huh. 
I've narrowed it down to two. Um, but it's going to be a guess. I am guessing as well. Oh, man. Did you get it right or wrong? I got it wrong. I guessed Cody, Woo! and it was Sherpa. It was. I guessed Sherpa. Yep. Should have gone with the, the, the Ewok and all the turn meter game. Yep. They like they like the TM game. They are awesome. All right. All right. They definitely... That turn meter game is definitely awesome. Yep. Two... Out of seven, here we go. Deal physical damage to target enemy. Inflict speed down for two turns and remove 20% turn meter. Gain turn meter equal to the amount removed. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds very annoying. <laughs> yeah. And the options for are sure. I'm a gun D, Night Sister Spirit, Fives, or Young Han Solo. What did you select? I haven't selected yet. I'm still trying to... Ah, man. I don't want to go with Spirit. That is a wise choice because Spirit is the correct answer. All right. I actually did know that one because I was getting just hosed by a zombie in Spirit in a recent Grand Arena... And it caused me to look at her basic because I was like, something just feels off. I did not realize her basic ability was that good. Very, very good basic. Yeah. I, I I think Spirit is just a, a good character in general. Yes, she is. She's great. I really like her. Uh, next question. Deal physical damage to target enemy. This attack deals 100% more damage and flicks defense down to droids. Ugnaught, Amagundi, Ethkoth, mm. or Jawa. This is a good question because all of those characters, if you had to guess, seem like characters that might be the correct answer. I'm down to two, but I don't know which one. Wow. I have... I was... get it right? I did not. Dang. I guess I'm a gun D, but the correct answer was... Ugnot. Yeah, did not see that coming. I selected Eth Koth, and oh boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I have Crazy. my gear eleven Eth Koth, so I, I wasn't. I did. I was pretty sure it wasn't him. Yeah, I said gear eleven Eth Koth. <laughs> yeah. That's... Why? Because he's in the top ten of easiest to gear characters. <laughs> okay, that's fair, I guess. All right, four out of seven. Deal physical damage to target enemy with a 45% chance for all allies to recover 6% of blank's math, max health. Visas Mar, Vandor Chewy, Varus Afi, and Luminara. Oof. I think I know the answer on this one. And I do not know the answer I, on this one. No? You got it wrong? Yeah, I did. I'm going to go with Vandor Chewy. It's, it's actually Barris. That's crazy. Yeah, I did not guess. I did not know she healed on basic. Very interesting. Um, I I knew that uh, I selected um, the other Jedi. Oh, what's her face? Uh, Luminara. And I knew she had some healing stuff. But I think that's only with her Zeta lead, maybe. I can't remember. Very tough. Hmm. Well, she does have the special that is a heal, but... yeah. 
There's that. Uh, deal physical damage to target enemy and inflict defense down until the end of X's next turn. This attack deals 50% more damage to targets suffering from defense down. Answers are Amelin Holdo, Colonel Stark, Dotcha, and Wedge Antilles. Mm. I think I know the answer on this one. Ooh. I do know the answer on this one. I'm down to two guesses. These are pretty tough. I don't know. Oh, I would like to uh, gloat for a second. I won trivia last week. The, sc <laughs> the scores did. were not great, but uh, Wink won. Oh, yeah. Overall, over everyone that took it, you were the number one. So congratulations. Thank you. I'm not sure that's happened. I thought you were... I thought you were uh, I thought you were coming back to the fact that you beat me again, and I was like, okay. Well, right, we I mean, <laughs> I, I did because There's, I beat everyone, though. That's that's part of it, yeah, sure. <laughs> Deal physical damage to target enemy with a 70% chance to stun the enemy. Wait, what did you select on the enemy. last one? I selected Dacha. I thought it was Amelin uh, Holder or Dacha, but apparently I didn't realize Wedge did a defense down. Yes, I got that one right, actually. Use him all the time and don't even realize that he did defense down. Yep. Hate defense down. All right, deal physical damage to target enemy with a 70% chance to stun the enemy for one turn. If the target was debuffed, blank gains 20% turn meter. IG-100, Aura Singh, Garazeb Aurelius, or Royal Guard. I did know this one as well. I feel like the one I want to pick, the percentage isn't that high. But I'm going to click it anyway. Yep, I was wrong. I picked Royal Guard. I was wrong. It was Aura Singh. N uh, no, it was uh, Ayla Secura. Was it Ayla Secura? Yes. Pretty sure that was Aura, not Ayla. Mm. Pretty sure it was Ayla because I we can we can see the ending at the end we can see what it was uh, when it goes over the questions but I thought it said Aura Singh uh, dispel uh, all buffs and deal physical damage to target enemy this is the last question this is the only chance I have to get any more points all right I only have one it I'm was Aura Singh I, I I don't know what I was seeing um, hmm. <laughs> if you clicked it thinking it was Ayla. That is some dang luck there. <laughs> Dispel all, right. all buffs and deal physical damage to target enemy. Imbo, Paplu, Darth Nihilus, or Sunfock. Funny, because all of these do this, but which one is correct? I'm going to go with this one, and I'm going to be wrong. I just talked about this one. That is yep. how I knew. I remembered Embo. Yeah. I picked Sunfock because it just seemed like it, it was just way too easy to be one of the newer characters, but yeah, it was. Yep. Embo's so. is very simple and to the point. Nope. I missed six out of seven. I got one. <laughs> Ouch. I, you uh, got what? Three I, or four? I actually got five out of seven. I did pretty well on that one. Oh dang, you got five, huh? Yeah. Not not right. too shabby. I missed the uh let's see, I missed the uh 
the Barasafi one and then the Ugnaught one. Jeez, man. I'm seeing in chat one out of seven, one out of seven, two out of seven. Yeah, it's rough. rough. Very one. rough. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, um, so one thing we didn't do this week were giveaways. Uh, next week, we will shout out to all of our Patreons and uh, do some gift card giveaways. So if you're a Twitch subscriber, make sure you get that uh, sub done this week if you're not already sub that way you can be in the drawing for the $30 gift card uh next week on the show um and man anything else i think that's it for us this week so one well, thanks for everyone for being uh flexible coming hanging out with us on thursday we appreciate that hope you guys enjoyed the episode talking about gear and Hopefully uh, that helps some of you guys when you're making your decisions and Indeed. we can get that updated and continue to keep it updated, hopefully, and then uh, have it as a good resource for everyone. So Heck yeah. Sounds good. All well, right. Yeah, for both of us, we appreciate you being here and uh, join us on Discord, discord.me slash shattered order. If you have any feedback, send it to us at the shattered order at gmail.com. Make sure you fill out out that survey that's in the show notes and on our Discord. That is a great way to give us feedback, especially this week. It'll be open all week, so do it whenever you get a chance, please. And for those asking about where you can find the show notes, they are always listed in the description of the podcast on whatever thing you're using to... and generally the they're show. on the website, but I am seriously backlogged on that. I need I need to get to that, but um, yeah, eventually they will be on the site. So there you go. Once again, thanks everyone for hanging out with us. We will catch you all next week. Later. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round.